0: Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. Today I'm going to go to the book of Daniel chapter 4. We have been talking about the is have been going through a series in the book of Daniel. We started with Daniel chapter 1 where we saw how Daniel got favor with the Lord by simply keeping himself sanctification sanctifying himself setting himself apart for the work of the Lord setting himself he set himself apart himself and his two and his three friends they decided to separate themselves from the ungodly things that can defile them and God marked that, and God blessed them and went to Daniel chapter 2 and we saw in that chapter 2 how God began to manifest the blessing that he gave to Daniel in that he gave him interpretation of dreams, wisdom to interpret dreams and the first dream that came to that Daniel interpreted actually where this fame was known about Daniel was when Nebuchadnezzar heard this dream and he couldn't remember it. Now I'm going to Daniel chapter 4, we have seen chapter 2 and chapter 3. Now we go to Daniel chapter 4, chapter 3 was where Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego were tried before Nebuchadnezzar. Now let's see where God was going to punish and God did punish Nebuchadnezzar and I will tell you why in a moment. In Daniel chapter 2 and chapter 3 and chapter 4 those three chapters actually they followed one another for a purpose. The stories in chapter 2 was the beginning of the of the of the sea of the story I'm going, to, I'm going to say I'll talk about right now when Nebuchadnezzar saw the dream he didn't know what it was all about and Daniel came and interpreted the dream and the dream was actually because God was trying to show to Nebuchadnezzar what will be coming after him according to what Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel chapter 2 he said, the reason why God showed this dream to you, Nebuchadnezzar, was because on your bed you were thinking or meditating on what will be after me. And he that searched the earth revealed to you what will be coming after you. I mean, after the king was gone, another kingdom took over the world. And that was symbolized to Nebuchadnezzar in form of a, a statue with a head of gold and the arms and chest of silver, the breast of the statue was brass in his vision, and the legs were iron, and at the feet we have iron and clay. And, Nebuchadnezzar, and Daniel interpreted that statue to mean the head of gold of that statue represented the kingdom of Nebuchadnezzar. After, Nebuchadnezzar will be another kingdom, even though inferior to Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom, but it will take over the world, that was represented by the silver arms. And you see, that was the Medo-Persian Empire that took over Babylon, and he said that after that would be another kingdom that we represented by brass in the at, the at the belly, and that was represented by the kingdom of Greece that took over the world after Medio persian Empire, and then he said the the thighs and the legs were iron, and you can see that was represented by the Roman Empire. He said, they bruised everything to pieces. And that was the beginning of it all. the Till the end of the world, at the feet. And at the feet, according to, the, according to Daniel's interpretation, he said, that at the feet will be iron and clay mixed together. Which will be at the end of the world. We are all the countries. We all have their own kingdoms. And just having a United Nations kind of agreement. We are nations that are just joined together in the form of United Nations. And that is at the feet, iron and clay. Mixes together. Some will be strong, some will be weak, but they will be forming an alliance, and that is what we see from the time ne- ne- from the time of the Roman Empire broke into pieces till the end of the world. There will be so many countries and kingdoms, and they will be aligning together in form of world United Nations, and that is why where we are right now, defeat. Now Daniel said he saw his the mechanism saw his stone in that vision that was caught without hand. Did not see the hand that caught the stone? And it bruised that statue at the feet and destroyed the old statue. And the stone became a great mountain. And Daniel interpreted that dream in 19th chapter 2. That the stone is going to be the kingdom of God. That God will be setting up at the end of the world. During the days of all those numerous kings at the feet. God will set up his own kingdom that will destroy the this statue of the world kingdoms. And that is what is going on right now. The Lord Jesus Christ has come. And he has started the kingdom of Christ and at the end of the world God will set up a kingdom that will destroy the world kingdoms and this is going to be a spiritual kingdom but it will manifest at the end of the world as a physical kingdom when Christ shall appear in the sky to destroy the world. Now I just show you the summary of what we already preached in Daniel chapter 2. Now Nebuchadnezzar wanted to defy the dream because he, he, was, he must have thought about it and said well I want Nebuchadnezzar, he wanted, he wanted the kingdom of Babylon to live forever so how will he do that? so he made a statue by himself and made it all gold from head to toe and commanded all the prophecies to come and bow to it and that was what you saw in Daniel chapter 3 and when he was doing that whatever called whatever made him to do it I would say he was trying to use some spiritual force and physical force of men to make them bow to him and bow to the kingdom of Babylon. But there are two three men that were there that knew the vision and that they are commanded by God of heaven, because they worship the true God, that they are not to bow to any statue. And that was the story in Daniel chapter three. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they refused to bow and they defied the king the kingdom of Babylon. They defied Nebuchadnezzar. And that was why they were thrown into the Into the furnace of fire You know the whole story Go and read it yourself In Daniel chapter 3 Now What I'm trying to The reason why I'm telling you These stories Is to make you to see Why Nebuchadnezzar Was punished in chapter 4 He was He uh, he lifted up himself To defy the prophecy And the vision That God showed to him That after him Will be other kingdoms And then at the end of the world Will be the kingdom of God To destroy it all And he wanted to defy that commanded all the rulers of the province to come and bow to the, to the statue of gold, as if to say, Nebuchadnezzar and kingdom of Babylon shall reign forever. Because that's what many kingdoms want to say. They, li- they say, long live the king. They wanted their kingdom to reign forever. But God had a different opinion. And because of that, he raised that statue of all pure gold from head to toe and commanded them to bow. And then the people that believe in the kingdom of God, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they refused to bow and he even threw them into the furnace of fire. Even after he realized in the they were, that they were the people that were the friends of Daniel that they must have known about that vision. Nonetheless, he still threw them into the furnace of fire. So then he has defied God. So God was going to punish him because of his arrogance, raising himself against God. Just like Babylon will come against the kingdom of God at the end of the world, and God will destroy them also. Now let's go and read how God was going to punish Nebuchadnezzar for that arrogance that he, he he showed in Daniel chapter three by throwing those bo- those men into the furnace of fire because they refused to bow to any other god of, other than the God of heaven. Chapter four. Let me read. Now Nebuchadnezzar the king actually was writing this story himself after he has been polished and he has came he has come back alive and he now gave his own testimony to after he has repented and he was giving this as a testimony to glorify God so you can see that Nebuchadnezzar repented and what you are going to draw out of this story for you that are listening to me if you are a ruler if you are a king or you are a, or even a, a leader of a church or a leader of any, any type of leadership that you may have or even just in your office, you are ruling over people you have to rule with the fear of God remember, God is still in control of all things in fact, God reigned in the affairs of men that was what Nebuchadnezzar found out because he was ruling the whole world in his time Nebuchadnezzar was ruling the whole world and he thought he was it, and no nothing can come against him but he forgot that there was still a God of God and the king of kings that washes over men on earth. And that was what he forgot. And many people are forgetting God even in this generation. And they try to do whatever they want to do. to make decrees and persecute it body the people of God. But you are to be warned because God is still washing over the affairs of men. And he gave the world and the kingdom of this world to whoever he wills. There was a, a ruler in the, in, in, a, in, a, in the country of Africa one time ago in Nigeria. That man wanted to make himself the king or uh, the uh, the president for life. And he was doing everything. And what happened in the end, even some of these bodies destroyed him. When it is time in the eyes of God, even the wicked ruler will be destroyed and taken out of the way. By those that feed on his table, God will instigate them to take him away and get rid of him. So, no matter how highly placed you are, fear God. No matter how you think you have got everything under control and nothing can shake you still fear God because God it upon the affairs of men we have seen cases in this generation where people do not fear God and they think they are dictator they can do anything they wanted to do and they kill anything they wanted anybody they wanted to kill and look like nobody can stop them only for a temporary time only for a small time a small time space because when God is fed up with you Even those that feed on your table will be the one that God will make to get rid of you. Because God has said that he is one that raises up kings and is the one that takes away kings. And watch lest he take you away with the stroke of his hand. Be careful. So this is what happened to Nebuchadnezzar after he was so highly elevated and he had to be brought down to to eat grass like animals. Then he was writing his own story and this is what I let's just read through it because you can read it yourself and know the whole story how nebuchadnezzar the king turned into an animal you see did he actually turn physically into an animal or what really happened he actually was he went crazy is the real thing that happened to him he went crazy i mean madness that people are known where people begin to eat garbage in the streets because they are they are insane that was what happened to the king Nebuchadnezzar. How can the old king of a country become insane? Yeah, it could happen. And that was what happened to Nebuchadnezzar, that he ran out of the street tearing his clothes and barking like a dog, and they, they have to try to grab him. The old king, they tried to grab him, he wound and he ran into the bush. And they have to you know, you know, fence off those that that section where he was in that bush so that they fenced him off and he was there for seven years eating grass like animals. That was what really happened to him. And let's read how Nebuchadnezzar told the whole story himself. He said, Nebuchadnezzar, the king unto all people, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth. is writing this testimony to to everybody. Peace be multiplied unto you. I thought it good to show the signs and wonders that the high God has wrought toward me. So he's saying it is the most high God that wrought these signs and wonders toward him how great are his signs and how mighty are his wonders now Nebuchadnezzar was writing this after he has repented and become a believer and he was now praising God he said his kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and his dominion is from generation to generation verse 4 I Nebuchadnezzar was at rest in my house and flourishing in my palace I saw a dream which made me afraid And the thoughts upon my bed, and the visions of my head troubled me. Therefore made I a decree to bring in all the wise men of Babylon before me, that they might uh, might make known unto me the interpretation of the dream. Then came in the magicians, the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. And I told the dream before them, but they did not make known unto me the interpretation thereof. But at the last, Daniel came in before me whose name was Belteshazzar according to the name of my God and in whom is the spirit of the holy gods and before him I told the dream saying O Belteshazzar master of the magicians because I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in thee and no secret troubleth thee tell me the visions of my head of my dream that I have seen and the interpretation thereof thus were the visions of my head in my bed I saw and behold a tree in the midst of the earth and the height thereof was great the tree grew and was strong and the height thereof reached unto heaven and the side thereof to the end of all the earth the leaves thereof were fair and the fruit thereof much and in it was meat for all the beasts of the field had shadow under it and the fowls of the heaven dwelt in the bows thereof and all flesh was fed of it I saw in the visions of my head upon my bed. And behold, a washer, an unholy one, came down from heaven. He cried aloud and said thus, Hew down the tree, and cut off its branches. Shake off its leaves, and scatter its fruits. Let the beasts get away from under it, and the fowls from its branches. Nevertheless, leave the stump of its roots in the earth. Even with a band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of heaven. And let his portion be with the beasts in the grass of the earth. Let his heart be changed from man's. And let a beast's heart be given unto him. And let seven times pass over him. This mother is by the decree of the watchers and the demand, by the word of the holy ones, to the intent that the living may know that the Most High Rule it in the kingdom of men and give it to whomsoever you will and set it up over it the basis of men. Do you hear what I just read? That was the, the dream that Nebuchadnezzar saw that an angel, which he called him a watcher, a holy one, came down, and commanded that the tree be cut down. And, and then, by the time the angel was talking, he said, he, he, The tree was a man, let his heart be changed from man's. And the beast had been given to him, so that tree was symbolizing a man. It was told to the Bukadnesa and Daniel was going to interpret it. Let's get on. Verse eighteen: This dream I, King Darius, have seen. Now thou, Belteshazzar, declare the interpretation thereof. For as much as all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known unto me the interpretation of it, thou art able, for the spirit of the Holy Ghost is in thee. Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, was astonished for one hour. And his thoughts troubled him. The king spake and said, Belteshazzar, Let not the dream or the interpretation thereof trouble thee. So Belteshazzar answered and said, My lord, the dream be to them that hate thee, and the interpretation thereof to thy enemies. The tree that thou sawest, which grew and was strong, whose height reached unto the heaven, and the sight thereof to all the earth, whose leaves were fair, and the fruit thereof much and in it was meat for all under which the beasts of the field dwelt and, on up, and upon whose branches the fowls of the heaven had their habitation it is thou O king thou art grown and become strong for thy greatness is grown and reached unto heaven and thy dominion to the end of the earth and whereas the king saw a watcher and an only one coming down from heaven and saying hew the tree down and destroy it yet leave the stump of the roots thereof in the earth, even with the band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of heaven, and let his portion be with the beasts of the field till seven times pass over him. This is the interpretation, O King, and this is the decree of the Most High, which is come upon my Lord the King, that they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and they shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and shall wet thee with the dew of heaven, and seven times shall pass over thee. In four, it means seven years, so to speak, till thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will. And whereas thou, they commanded to leave the stump of the tree roots. Thy kingdom shall be sure unto thee, after that thou shalt have known that the heavens do rule. Now, do you see what the interpretation means, of my, my dear friend? The heavens do rule. God rule upon the affairs of men, no matter who you are, that is listening to me. Fear God. You may be the king, you may even be the president of a nation. You may even be the secretary general of the United Nations, because I know he may be listening to me. Because he's an African right now you may be the Secretary General of the United Nations, but the Bible is telling you right now fear God, because actually the most high God ruleth over the affairs of men and what he said will happen, will happen, it is for you to put yourself as one of those that belong to his kingdom, and walk according to Christ's life and that is when you are acceptable in his sight now let's go ahead and read this, He said God ruled in the affairs of men and give it to whomsoever he will I bet it's actual, to Nebuchadnezzar, he said they will leave your kingdom for you when you finally have known that the heavens do rule. Now Daniel was going to give him some counseling in verse 27. He said we have a king let my counsel be acceptable unto thee and break off thy sins by righteousness and thy iniquities by showing mercy to the poor if it may be a lengthening of thy tranquility I mean God may postpone it if you repent begin to do good begin to love the poor and help the poor so that God can say you have repented. See, all this came upon the king Nebuchadnezzar, In verse twenty-eight. At the end of twelve months, that is, if for one year, look as if well, he has sobered down, or he was thinking, will this never happen, or he thought this will never happen. How can a king be made to eat ox? to eat grass like oxen? It looked like it's impossible. But all things are possible to God that created all things. He said, after twelve months. Nebuchadnezzar walked in the palace of his kingdom of Babylon. And the king spake and said, he spoke something in arrogance, And that was the day he was going to be smitten. And the king spake and said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? While the word was in the king's mouth, they have fell a, wo- a voice from heaven saying, "O oh, King Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken: the kingdom is departed from thee, and they shall drive thee from, heaven, from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee until thou know that the Most High ruleth in, uh, in, the, in the affairs of men, in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will." Now, exactly what, ne- what Daniel interpreted to Nebuchadnezzar, the same voice came back and echoed it back to his, to his hearing, and that was the day it happened to him. Verse 33. The same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar. And he was driven from men, and did eat grass as oxen. And his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till his ears were grown like eagle's feathers, and his nails like bird's claws. Now, that is the punishment he was dethroned not only dethroned he was made insane and went into the jungle barking and screaming like oxen running from men and people were forbidden from going to that area of the jungle where the former king was that was the terrible thing that that happened to Nebuchadnezzar until seven years passed and seven times the Bible said but we believe it was seven full years that he was dethroned and at the end of the days, verse 34, and this is where we are going. Because Nebuchadnezzar got his spirit, his, 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 his mind back. His mind was taken from him, and an animal spirit was put into his body. That is why he ran away like a dog, like an animal from men. He was driven out of, men, out of, the, out of the city into the jungle. And no man drove him, he just drove himself by his spirit, drove him. And that is what we are telling you. You are just like a, a bunch of clay. Every human being, we are just like a bunch of clay, my friend. We are just like a bunch of clay, my friend. And I want you to take note of that. So that you are, you are not going to be proud towards God. And don't elevate yourself. The Bible says, He that exalted himself shall be abased. But he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. We human beings are just like the Bible said. We are like grasshoppers before him. That is sitting on, up, upon, the, upon the circle of heaven. The Bible says that he is sitting upon the circle of the earth. And we inhabitants thereof like grasshoppers fear God and honor Him and respect His word and honor His sins that is very important for you and we are whether you are highly pleased or you are not highly pleased be humble before God and let God bless your heart and let's go on to read the rest of this chapter See, at the end of the days I Nebuchadnezzar lifted up my eyes unto heaven and my understanding returned unto me and I blessed the Most High and I praise and honored him that liveth forever. Whose dominion is an everlasting dominion. And his kingdom is from generation to generation. Now this is how Debuchadisa was blessing God and praising God after he has sobered down and his mind was restored. He found himself in the jungle in that type of a body that is never taken his bath for seven years. He said, I bless the most high and praise and honor him that liveth forever. Whose dominion is an everlasting dominion. And his kingdom is from generation to generation, and all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. Did you hear that? Nebuchadnezzar, an heathen king, is telling you that right now. He said, All inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing before the Almighty God. So, no matter how highly placed you are, that is listening to me, no matter how highly placed you are in the governments of the world, or in their fear, or in wealth and in riches, fear God. and Bow down before the Almighty God. Bow down before the Lord Jesus Christ. Fall upon the floor like in, d- in dust and ashes before Him that created all things. Because that is how you can be humbled. And he that humbled himself shall be exalted. God loveth them that are humble. He said He dwelleth with the lowly and contrite spirits to lift them up. But those that are highly proud and ex- ex- exalted himself, they will be pulled down by God Himself. Nebuchadnezzar went further, I said, All the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. And God doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? Verse 36, so At the same time, My reason returned unto me. And for the glory of my kingdom, my honor and brightness returned unto me. And my counselors and my Lord sought unto me and I was established in my kingdom, and excellent majesty was added unto me. Verse same. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, all whose works are truth, and his ways judgment, and those that walk in pride, he is able to abase. Did you hear that, my dear listener? Those that walk in pride, God is able to abase. So the summary of this chapter is, Humble thyself before the Almighty God and He will lift you up. No matter how highly placed you are, even if you are poor, you can still be proud. I run into somebody that was homeless one day and I tried to talk to him about Jesus. When I mentioned the name of God, he was angry and told me not to talk to him about God. Why? Because he already was he was proud. And this man was homeless. All that he has was in a little car that was you can see that he was homeless because he has, he, the way he was dressed, living under the bridge. And yet he was angry at God, thinking that God made him like that or God caused him to, to be homeless. No, 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 God didn't cause you to be homeless. God didn't cause all your problems, all your mystery. So by being angry at God, you are actually cheating yourself from the only person that can help you and save you is God. So that's why I said pride is not only in the rich and and wealthy people the poor also can be proud when you refuse to listen to God when you think your religion is it and no other person can talk to you about about God that your religion will take you to heaven when the Bible said only Jesus can save you are already proud because you think you know better than the Bible but the Bible is the answer and so that's what I'm trying to beg you to see is that Jesus is the only way humble yourself before God and listen to his word and ask God to come and save your soul because that's the only way you can be saved call upon him while he may be found and Jesus Christ loves him he has already paid the price so that you may be saved But come unto him right now accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and I want to pray for you so that the pride and arrogance can be removed from your spirit you that are listening to me if you are a believer, born again believer the Bible says fear the Lord ye is saints And God wants us to not only to fear Him, but to humble ourselves before Him. And if you that listen to me, you don't even believe Christ. You don't believe in the Gospel. I'm asking you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior today. Because that is the only way you can be acceptable before God. If you are rejecting Christ, thinking your religion will take you to heaven, you are already proud. Why? Because God said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Believe Him. You've got to believe the Lord Jesus Christ listen to him and that's what the Bible said that the voice came from heaven that confirmed that Jesus is the one is the way so no other religion can save you only Jesus Christ can save and the Bible said it clear that anyone that refused to accept Jesus Christ has made God a liar and you have to be proud to say God is telling lies so I want you to ask Jesus to come to your life today say it Lord Jesus I accept you as my Lord and Savior I humble my soul before you right now I save my soul o Lord Jesus Christ Thank you, Lord. For I pray for those that are listening. Touch them. Give them the new life and the new salvation. Let them be saved and be born again. And let them have a the hope of eternal life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, I want you to write to us so that we can send you some more literature. Like I said, we have this series of Daniel. The Daniel series that we have preached every chapter. And we can send to you in literature form if you send a letter to Gospel Distribution Ministry. Gospel Distribution Ministry. Post office box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona 85050. God bless you. On the internet, our web address is www.gospeldistribution.org. Gospel distribution, that's one word.